You are listening to Startup Story podcast. Hi, hi, Shriram. How are you doing today? Uh, thanks, Mohit. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Ah, uh, all right. So, uh, welcome to the Startup Story podcast. And uh, today we have uh, Shriram, who is co-founder at Dave AI, and uh, he'll be here with us, sharing his insights and uh, information about the products. Right. So before we get into the discussion, Viram, uh, why don't we, uh, you know, get to know more a bit about yourself, uh, your journey, your background, and so forth. Over to you. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, I'll I'll probably start with a quick background of um, you know how, what led us to starting Dave and and the team a bit, I guess. Um, so me and Ashok, who's the other co-founder, we did engineering together. and uh, we uh, always had this bug of starting something of our own uh, but but ashok started this journey much earlier he launched a brand called safeguard in india uh, very very focused retail centric guy uh, somewhere in 2015 uh, i could sort of join hands with ashok and we started a, a you know a, a food tech sort of business we tried our hands at a few things i think food tech is where uh, we started you know focusing on building a tech Uh, a layer to it and that's where we met anant because we were looking for a strong tech co-founder uh, so eventually this team uh, you know we liked uh, working working with each other we had complementary skill sets uh, so that was a big plus uh, and then eventually you know one led to another and then uh, i think we started playing by our strengths and dave ai started off somewhere in 2016 Uh, we of course started with focusing on the small and medium segment retail market uh, trying to enable tech uh, driven experiences for the small retailers uh, medium sized retailers and somewhere in 2019 we pivoted to being focused on large enterprises helping them create experiences right right interesting so uh, shriram can you just give me a little bit overview about the industry and probably uh, how mature is indian market when we compare to the rest of the world or probably the developed nations out there uh, your take yeah i think from a deep technology perspective uh, you know deep tech is still a jargon but you know some of these uh, advanced uh, you know uh, tech tech layers artificial intelligence you know uh, virtual reality augmented reality so on and so forth uh, i think uh, india uh, from a development perspective from a technology as as a technology hub i think we are far ahead uh, today uh, in terms of just the number of resources available the work that's happening here the ecosystem that's around us that enables us to uh, you know try out different things i think we are um you uh, from a research development uh, perspective i think we are well ahead uh, compared to a few peers of ours but of course developed economies have their own advantages because it's easier to deploy these technologies the amount of capital available uh, for for research the amount of uh, you know support that's available from the ecosystem etc is very different uh, but over the last 2 to 3 years i believe we've really caught up Uh, and and more importantly enterprises in india if you see uh, you know deployments at scale of ai or uh, even even uh, you know data driven deployments i believe um, have have picked up at scale in india uh, and looking at the growth story that we have right we are poised to grow much faster than most other economies over the next 1 to 2 years uh, that's that puts us in a very very strong position 
uh, and also the overall ecosystem with UPI, with with five G now picking up, with uh, you know uh, most of us uh, digitally becoming becoming digitally native, most common services available digitally, etc. I think there is a very strong story that's happening, and uh, you know it's it's an interesting time to be building out of India for the world. Uh, I believe, and and also the domestic consumption story is not not that bad either. But specifically for enterprise focused uh, players like us, I think it's a very strong story building out of India for the world. Correct, correct. Interesting. You you rightly mentioned that you know now now talking about that that brings me to my next question. Basically, uh, you you might have seen that you know businesses were shut for a while in the country due to COVID, right? So. Yeah. Does it affect your startup in some or the other way, or how how does it affect? Yeah, so see, for us, uh, it was uh, in fact an accelerator uh, because we help companies have create uh, you know compelling digital presence uh, in the form of virtual experiences. So you can think about it as virtual stores, virtual branches. Uh, you know, virtual sales experiences, uh, right? And uh, thus. You, of course, you know, COVID was uh, the pandemic. Uh, you know, the first three months, I believe, was you know nobody knew. Everything was completely shut. Businesses were trying to evaluate what would happen. We did not know the extent of the impact, etc. So it was it was important to survive that period. Uh, I think which we did, uh, and we were able to evolve through that period quickly because our business. Until late 2020, was very much dependent on in-store experiences. So physical stores were very important for us. Uh, but but slowly we started seeing the trend already, irrespective of the pandemic. We did not know the pandemic was coming, but somewhere late 2020 we sort of pivoted to being more virtual uh, and assisting web-based technologies, etc. So we were very well poised to you know during COVID. Of course, we had you know some revenues and uh, you know uh, funding etc. to sort of uh, you know uh, wither that period. But more importantly, we were able to evolve much faster uh, and uh, you know adapt our value proposition so that you know we can sort of move with the new normal. Uh, so COVID, in fact, was uh, you know has helped us uh, sort of served as an accelerator in our growth path, and that's probably picked up and continued for us for the next two to three years now. Interesting, interesting. Ah, uh, right. So now, uh, you know, can you let me know about the product that you have developed so far, and basically what makes it unique in the market from your compete? Yeah, uh, like I said, we create sales experiences. Um, so we are a platform. Uh, when I say a platform, uh, these are a set of tools, frameworks, libraries. Uh, that we have created in a, in an easy to consume manner that helps enterprises create sales experiences. Um, so, how do enterprises create sales experiences with us? Let's take an example of an automobile uh, company um, uh, or a banking service provider. Right? In in these cases, they want to recreate uh, their physical sales space in the virtual world. So, in the form of a virtual store or a virtual branch. That's a very easy to understand use case. So instead of walking into a physical store or a physical, uh, in an automobile case, you walk into a car showroom, and now uh, you know you can avoid that in the first time. You can check out most of the, you know, vehicles that are available with that brand virtually. Uh, check out the car in 3D, uh, you know, and and like in a physical store, talk to a virtual salesperson, um, right, and then. Uh, decide to go and visit a store or take a test drive eventually but 
you know, 70-80% of the product discovery process, we enable that to happen online, right? So when a brand like that has to create this experience, they have to create the space, they have to, you know, onboard 3D uh, models of their cars, uh, they need to create this conversation, they need to create this experience. So we have a set of rules, configurations, uh, APIs that are available that allows these brands to do this very seamlessly. Wherever there is requirement to build something from scratch, we have a large creator ecosystem. Uh, we have more than 150 curated creators on the platform uh, who are by aligned with our, our, our standard contracting, etc. that allows enterprises to uh, you know, create these experiences at scale. So today, if a brand comes and says, I want to create 100 stores or I, have, I want to digitize 500 products, etc. So we have a set of uh, creators and also the tools to support them uh, to do this at scale. So we sell this platform as a subscription to enterprises. Uh, and in, in a lot of cases, we work with either the system integrator or the brand agency uh, that this uh, enterprise has. Uh, to sort of enable creating this. So eventually what the brand gets is this experience. So for example, we work with Maruti Suzuki where we've created Nexaverse, which is the you know uh, virtual showroom experience for Maruti where you can go discover the cars in 3D, talk to a virtual representative and book a test drive or book the car itself and complete that sales process completely online. Uh, you know, soon you will also be able to take a virtual test drive, for example, right? So these are aspects that that we are, uh, you know, we predominantly look at. In, in case of a bank, we create a virtual branch, so you can go discover products and services that the branch bank has to offer, and then take a purchase decision. That's quite interesting, but Shudan, right there, the 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 uh, implementation, right? Like you mentioned, that you have 150 plus creators who who can create it at scale. Is uh, the the number that I that strikes off, right? Basically, interesting, right? So, uh, what are your plans for the future? How are you planning to expand your operations in the next three years or so, maybe? Yeah. So uh, we are, of course, scaling. Uh, rapidly uh, we have had decent uh, growth over the last uh, three years we were amongst the top 50 fastest growing companies uh, you know recently Deloitte did a fast 50 uh, you know publish uh, uh, they report publish a report which is the fastest 50 technology start growth start growth companies public and private so we were ranked 15th in that um, so we we want to continue that growth path uh, right and uh, to continue to grow of course there are two key pillars of growth that we are focused on one is geography um, so uh, currently 70% 75% of our revenues comes from India uh, we have uh, set up a legal subsidiary in Singapore and we've opened a sales office in North America so expanding into these markets uh, is something that we are focused on we believe that is a unique opportunity for us um, you know, uh, considering at the place where in where we are in, uh, you know, the slowdown and all of that, I think opens a very interesting opportunity for tech companies based out of India. So uh, we we want to sort of look at it very positively that way. Um, so geography is one. The second one is the platform itself. Uh, how we are looking at sales experiences uh, is to enable enterprises create this. Uh, we are more a B two B platform. And eventually the end customer uh, that we address. So we we are working on a very unique uh, concept of bringing these enterprises together, uh, you know, on a common platform. Uh, from that perspective, looking at the product, uh, 
uh, also uh, sort of doubling up on the ip in terms of uh, innovation currently we have around uh, six uh, patent filings uh, you know uh, four of them patent pending a couple of them in progress so we want to sort of double up on our uh, you know uh, product development uh, stuff and sort of expedite that uh, to of course create you know uh, the, the unique differentiators that we already have uh, and sort of double up on that so these are the two pillars uh, of growth that we are looking at of course from a geography perspective we are looking at partner driven growth so we are we are signing up partnerships with potential partners who could be system integrators or oems uh, who look at us as isvs uh, and then we are able to leverage growth through them so uh, you know that's that's the that's going to be the focus for at least the next uh, 24 months interesting so so the key highlight over here would be that you have sort of defined the metrics and are tracking it uh, religiously i believe as well right so that's that's quite uh, interesting and uh, uh take over there right so uh i think that brings me to my uh, last question that we have for today basically uh can you share a message or a piece of advice from your experience uh that you would like to share with uh, the readers or young entrepreneurs who are maybe starting off their journey or are planning to start off something uh i think probably uh, very early for me to maybe share uh, <laughs> an advice to uh, other entrepreneurs but i think see every one of us have our own journey uh, i think staying true to your uh, journey your idea right of course there are go- there is an ecosystem today uh, you know large part of it is good you know people who want to help people who want to assist but also there is you know uh, there is a bit more than what you require right in terms of ecosystem advice mentorship and so on and so forth so sometimes people come in uh, and uh, you know they may not understand your journey completely right as young entrepreneurs you may get swayed in different directions because there is a lot of feedback you know coming in from people who had their own experiences of course but are very biased from their experiences right if i had to go and you know tell a new young chap i would probably you know uh, my advice would be biased based on my experience whereas the person themselves may be able to do much better uh, if they're able to take what they want from my you know what i'm telling them but uh, you know predominantly look at it from a context of their journey and then you know adapt it take it leave it you know filter it whatever so i think it's important to have your own journey and what uh, you know there would be people who would go much farther much faster ahead than you in your peer community and there would be people who would fail or you know fall behind but eventually it all averages out right as long as you are able to stay true to your journey set your own targets hit that Uh, not be too swayed by what's happening around you, uh, especially the startup ecosystem is so vibrant, uh, so much PR happening around and stuff like that. So you may feel that you may feel a bit overwhelmed with with all of this when you're especially starting and especially first time founders, right, who do not have experience with venture capital and all of that. So for them, I think the the you know simple advice probably is to just stay true to their journey and you know take it take it in, in terms of whatever works well for them. Correct, correct. You rightly said that you know you you need to. uh the filter that you need to have is pretty essential in terms of you know whether you need to take the advice you need to filter it or uh need to skip that right interesting interesting so sairam that that brings me into the end of uh, discussion or the agenda for today right sure. so it was a pleasure having you over here with uh, us thanks uh thank you okay it's a pleasure to be part of startup story yeah thank you thanks for having me